Joining us from Contigo, running Applied Research, Melissa Brown is a managing director. Melissa, welcome to the program this morning. Uh, you guys have a pretty interesting approach to thinking about sentiment. Walk me through what you do and what it tells you right now. Yeah, thanks, it's nice to be here. The way we think about sentiment is basically let the market tell us. So what kinds of stocks are investors buying or preferring? Are they looking for more defensive kinds of characteristics, whether that's sectors that they're buying or the style factors? If, for example, if investors are loading up on higher dividend yield, that tends to be a more defensive uh, kind of move and suggests that um, investors are more risk averse. Um, on the flip side, if they are you know, going all in on growth stocks um, or technology stocks, that tends to uh, suggest that they're more risk tolerant. And we look at the balance between the two. Um, and so uh, if uh, we want to see um, that either investors are you know, really leaning one way or the other, um, and, uh, and then we can make some uh, statement about whether we think, uh, where, where we think sentiment is right now. So the big question today is, of course, about inflation. Is you know, it too hot for the Fed? Is it okay? Are they going to hold everything together? So where is there anything more important than sentiment there? I guess the belief, uh, does that show up in, in the analysis? How do investors feel about this dynamic? Well, one of the, the um, uh, features of this sentiment index that we look at is that when sentiment, when investors are risk averse, uh, they tend to react badly to bad news and they may ignore good news. And the opposite is true when they're more risk tolerant. What we've seen over the past couple of weeks is that investors have been getting more risk averse. And that would suggest that, um, you know, this, if you, if you view, you know, the inflation numbers as bad news, which I think many people do, that they're going to um, tend to have a big reaction to that. If the news had been much better, they might not have done anything. Mm. So these numbers come in, they're warmer than expected. Markets I describe it as paralysis. We're not really doing much right now. It kind of stuck since the open. You know, if this isn't uh, the kind of uh, you know pen to uh, once again deflate some of these high growth assets that have been under pressure, what will be the primary narrative? I mean, it seems like when you think about sentiment, uh, that ultimately comes into a narrative, right? What do you see as being that dominant narrative for markets right now? Well, you know, I think we've got this push-pull between inflation and uh, does the Fed need to raise rates um, versus, uh, let's say, the um, relatively poor unemployment numbers from last week, and does that mean the Fed needs to stay firm where they are? So and I, I think there's a lot of um, push-pull. There's other, you know, kind of... Um, Dis discrepancies, I guess, between growth and you know what's happening and with the resurgence of COVID in parts of the world, and and so um, I think that I think you're right that it does that does cause some kind of paralysis, and we certainly have seen that um, over the past month or so. This is not just today, but we've seen trading volume come way down. Um, particularly in the U.S., and so I think that suggests that investors are are, are waiting to see, waiting for some news, um, and uh, you know before they decide what they want to do. Mm. The other narrative, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Is, uh, 
is, you know, which stocks will do better in this kind of environment. And, and we've seen also just over the past few weeks, a big reversal um, in that lower volatility and lower beta stocks have been doing better after over a year of um, high volatility, high beta stocks doing well. So, so we have already seen a reversal um, to uh, maybe a more cautious stance. And then just recently, um, you know, we started to see a resurgence in value um, uh, as a style factor in, to invest in versus growth, uh, which has um, which has done quite poorly. This is where it seems the, again, characterizing kind of sentiment important to gauging when enough is enough for the growth stock beatdown that's been happening. A lot of favorite funds and trades are now in bear market territory, some of them in technical downtrends, 20 to 30% off highs. And yesterday I started to notice some of the chatter from what I pay attention to people saying, you know, enough's enough, too much. Uh, but then this morning though, we get this inflation print that suggests maybe yields can continue to go. So how do you gauge when that valuation contraction has been enough. I mean, to your point, I'm looking at your notes describing the market as dot-com highs in valuation. I mean, that's the fact, right? So uh, should we think that, you know, there's a dip buying opportunity just because we're down 20% in some of these stocks that are still at record valuations? You know, I, historically, the market tends to way overshoot value, fair valuation on one side or the other. So valuation levels are extremely high right now. Um, I would have to say if they're going to come down, they're probably going to come down more than, you know, what seems reasonable, because that typically is the way markets work. So, um, you know, whether, you know, buying time is next week or, or next month is, is harder to say. Uh, but I, you know, I wouldn't think just because we've had a, a you know, a 20% dip that that means it's time to buy. Okay. So maybe uh, still pressure here. Does that mean that there is life left in this value rotation? Uh, Melissa, do you see that potential for that kind of cyclical event to maintain and keep the strength that it started off this year? Well, you know, it's interesting because we've looked at the relationship between inflation and the performance of value stocks and um, to um, some threshold of inflation, um, uh, higher inflation is actually good for value. So value does tend to perform better um, when inflation um, has risen. The question is where have we reached that tipping point where we've gone from good inflation, which is you know a signal of a strong economy that's gonna help value stocks, um, industrial stocks, those kind of stocks, to where it's going to really start to, to hurt um, overall, whether it's because um, bond yields go up enough that they actually become a very attractive alternative or because it hurts future earnings. And um, I think we can't base anything on one inflation number that's been reported, but it's certainly something that we need to, to keep watching. I think for right now, we're fine on, on value play. Um, although I would also point out it had stalled for about a month until the last couple of days. Mm. Um, but, you know, this inflation uh, is going to be um, extremely important uh, to what happens going forward. Well, let's really like uh, the introduction to uh, how you think about markets and let's uh, dive into some of the uh, quantifiable kind of metrics that I know your team looks at in your risk on and risk off scores next time. Appreciate you joining us here this morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot. Melissa Brown joins us from Contigo.
Applied Research Managing Director at the firm and looking at a good reminder about how valuations overshoot in both directions. I like that point.